Al, it's time to talk about a game with a franchise that we are very unfamiliar with, of course. Yeah, we never talked about this before, ever. Never, ever. Definitely not huge fans with lots of merch and not, listen to music all the time. And not experts about this franchise or anything. No, didn't write a book about it or anything. No, no, of course not. Who would do that? That sounds silly. <laughs> oh, Max drooled all over this blanket. <laughs> he got way too into making those biscuits. Yeah, he did. He's like, this is warm. Uh, anyways, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Season Lamy Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where you have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Alley and Ladium. Hello. This is episode 362. Oh, I should have said Giron when you when you said it was me. You done goofed. I did. I ruined it. Uh, but yeah, we are talking about uh, the latest Love Live game to hit the consoles. Yeah, wild. <laughs> I mean, after the last iterate, after the last game to hit consoles, it can't get Oof. any worse than that, right? <laughs> well, this is a very All different right. genre. <laughs> it is a very different genre. You are right. We are, but, of course, like that last one was bad. Yeah, we are, of course, talking about Johanny the Parhelian, Blaze in the Deep Blue. A Metroidvania game based off of Johanny the Parhelia and Sunshine in the Mirror, the spinoff series of Love Live Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game came out on November the 16th of this year, of 2023, for the personal computers, the Nintendo Switches, the Playstations, and the Xboxes. Well. It's out on everything. I got it on the Switch. You did. Switch. Switch. I was playing it in my bed. I got it on the PlayStation. Then I got the, the platinum trophy for it because it's very easy. Nice. I assume it was basically do all the things. Beat like yeah, beat the bosses, rescue everyone, get their item. Oh, that's easy peasy. Yeah, essentially that's kinda it. <laughs> yeah, that's easy peasy. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty easy, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, like I said, a game based off of the Johanne the Parhelian Sunshine in the Mirror anime. Um, and of course, in order to talk about both of these things, we have to talk about the long-standing tradition of Love Live Sunshine, or I guess the Love Live franchise in general, and April Fool's jokes, which I know yep. is a very weird thing to go to, to pivot to <laughs> immediately, but bear with this, us this game is very entrenched in april fool's jokes this this will make sense so there are layers of april fools here yes um the love life series in particular has a penchant for doing kind of elaborate and fun april fools gags they're not kind of like the traditional like oh, we're doing something dumb and goofy this will never happen Whoa, type deal that a lot of franchises tend to do mm-hmm. um there is a more often than not success rate that a April Fool's gag will turn into something that is real later on down the road. Especially when it comes with Aqua. Yes. Um, like in Sunshine in particular, they've done quite a few different things. Like they did the 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 whole thing where they did a puppet show for April Fool's one year. Shazalia Kiss. They got they did the Shazalia Kiss uh, sen- Super Sentai uh, based song that eventually became an actual release. Um, yeah, song rules. Yeah, so they they do a bunch of like weird things like that and like just fun little goofy things. Um, 
And last year, the 2022 April Fool's gag was that they were going to, there was a, a small trailer like, hey, we're making an anime of the Yohane the Parhelion uh, manga that has been running in the Love Live Days manga, uh, magazine, which has been basically a fantasy spinoff of Love Live Sunshine, sorry, mm-hmm. Yohane. Mm-hmm. Um, and fans had been kind of like, like, oh, this is interesting. I, it would be cool if we actually got to see kind of like a big full production of it. And then the April Fool's guy came out and I was like, ah, you know, that's a fun little thing. That'd be cool if that actually happened. And in June of that year, at the second day of their Six Love Life tour at the Tokyo Dome, they showed off, hey, we're actually making this into an anime. And that came out uh, this year. And it's already aired and everything, and you can go watch that if you want. You can listen to our thoughts and opinions on that on Jared and I Watch if you want to hear all that. I remember that Akyang, uh like cried so hard at that announcement. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, fair. Very fair. But, I mean, they all they all cry a lot, but they at do. that moment <laughs> it was... <laughs> you don't get to officially become a Love Live member if you don't cry at if the end of, an, of, a, of a live show. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that happened. The anime is actually a thing and everything, and you know, April Fool's gag success. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward to this year. This year's April Fool's gag was, hey, we're making a Metroidvania of Yohani the Parhelion. And everyone's like, oh, this is really cool. This is really kind of elaborately made as well, like for an April Fool's gag, you know. <laughs> That's it, what I was thinking when I saw this. It. Like, pretty, somebody put like, a lot yeah. of effort into this. Somebody put some work into this. Uh, and then on the same day that they announced the anime last year, they announced, oh, by the way, that that, that gag, it's an, it's a real game and it's coming out this year. Yeah. <laughs> and if you go back and look at like the uh, the April Fool's like trailer that they put out, it's like, that's just the first level. It's mm-hmm. basically kind of like an early prototype of the game and everything. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. just the game. <laughs> yeah, it's just the game. <laughs> You're like, oh, huh. <laughs> All right. Like, the art is basically the same. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, this was put out by Inti Creates. They are known for doing 2D-based games and everything. So, you know, they have the pedigree to make something like this and all that. Mm-hmm. And like we said, it came out in November of this year. And we have played it. And now we're here to talk about it. And now you know the, it and the, beat it. the deep history and lore of this game and how it is rooted in April Fool's gags. And also, this is not the only time we're going to be talking about April Fool's gags in this episode, because we'll circle back around to that when we get to the end of the game. Yep, we will. Which is a pretty funny thing. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's got layers here. It's just like an onion. Just like an onion. Just like a Shrek. Yes. Um. So yeah, this is this takes place in the Yohane the Parhelion uh, universe. Um. There isn't really a, like a super deep connection of turns to like oh you know you need to watch the anime to this point to to start playing the game or anything. It's mostly kind of like based around the time that like Yohane has a good understanding and knowing of everyone in the series by this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not really known if like this should be like post the anime or what, but like you know probably they're like, all friends. Yeah, they're all friends at this point. So probably like you know post like halfway through the anime if you really wanted to be particular. Mm-hmm about that um essentially the the gist of this game um very basic story uh is that (laughs) there is a dungeon that is formed out in in the ocean and everyone has been kidnapped and taken into this dungeon and yohani herself can now traverse the dungeon and has to go save all the other gals in order to you know free them and everything and then eventually with help from lilaps with help from uh 
good dog lilaps and mm-hmm. figure out exactly what's up with this this weird dungeon that just showed up out of nowhere. Yep. Uh, it is a Metroidvania, as we said, so you know you are exploring a labyrinth of mazes and everything, and like you know you get the map, you're filling out the map and all that sort of stuff. You will go back to various areas, you know, to redo things when you have more abilities or mm-hmm. people you have uh, you've rescued and you can use their special skills and everything. Um, a lot of the uh, the skills themselves are really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they feature little Easter eggs as well in terms of like, you know, either something that's in the Johanni the Parhelion series or something, you know, that is related to the greater Love Life Sunshine series as a whole. Um, like Ruby's second move having the little pouch that she has. Yes. And like, so Ruby, obviously, you know, her her first uh, ability is like, you know, she brings, she brings out the cotton candy and uses that as a... Uh, as a shield for you, and then when she does the other one, she very specifically yells out AAO. AAO. Which is obviously a reference to the the memeable Cotton Candy AAO uh, solo song she did. Which if you have not seen Cotton Candy AAO, you absolutely should stop for a second, watch that, then come back, because it's brilliant. It is a very good video, for so sure. So good. Um, Chica's whole thing is that she has a gun, and then like when her she gets her upgraded ability, she gets the gals from Million Dollar with her as well, and they do a big old shooty shoot. Yep, which is pretty good. Her sisters. Uh, Rico does a Rico beam. Yep, which is very good. It's very good. Uh, there's a whole thing with Hanamaro where like she is able to summon a laptop, and then she presses the button and blows everything up, which is very funny. That one's really good. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Uh, her 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 like initial one I was like huh that's weird she just like spins she just rolls yeah which I mean like good for her but the the laptop one was really mm-hmm. funny uh Daya gets her Scarlet Delta suit at one point she just rides across it's pretty good but yeah there's a, it's a good good chunk of just little fun Easter eggs scattered throughout um even when you have like your little chats with like the characters when you save them and you go back to the to the fortune telling uh, shop or I guess Johanny's house you could say um, there's some fun stuff there like they bring up the like Stu Shine and the Fallen Angels tears mm-hmm. which are then items that you can buy which is very good I was enjoyed mm-hmm. I enjoyed that um, yeah definitely a lot of like little nuances and little teases i guess you could say to like you know if you're a fan of the series you're going to like instantly pick up on this but if like you're the nods if you're you're not like it's not necessarily the the biggest deal like you can kind of just like gloss past it and be like oh that's weird anyways (laughs) weird that this girl just explodes a laptop okay moving on you know normal things (laughs) that's what everyone does of course i mean it's normal when you're hanamaru yeah that's the power of Zura. Zura. Uh, gameplay wise, it is fairly basic. Like there isn't a whole lot of like wild things this game does. You're able to like craft weapons, um, which help you like boost your attack and everything. You're able to and armor. Cra- yes, craft a we- uh, weapon and armor and accessories. Um, you're able to summon a ally to use an attack as well. So like. Uh, Lilaps is your default one because they are able to like they don't use cost your darkness points, which is kind of like your MP or SP or like basically insert letter in P here. Right. Um, it's for HP. 
except for HP. You're correct. Um, <laughs> and then the other girls have also like they they have their own abilities that you can use, and you will use those abilities throughout the dungeon to like you know progress through obstacles, or you can use it to like you know do better damage if you if you want and all that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There's only like a couple abilities you learn. Uh, there's a double jump. You're able to like climb walls at one point. Go underwater. Go underwater. You know, the traditional kind of like Metroidvania-esque abilities that you would gain in one of these kinds of games. Um, And essentially, I would say like, this is a game that isn't necessarily going to like blow you away. It's not going to like, this isn't necessarily rewriting the book on the Metroidvania genre or anything. This isn't like, this this isn't Symphony of the Night 2 or something of that nature where it's like doing something wildly new or something with the genre. Like it's, it does the very basics. It doesn't do them bad or anything. It does them, you know, it, it does them well. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, if you were coming to this thinking, like, oh, man, I hope this is going to do something incredibly cool with this genre. It's not really Re- going to. Revolutionize. It's uh... not, yeah, it's not here to do that. I mean, it does what it needs to do, and it does what it needs to do in a way that is perfectly fine. But mm-hmm. it, I don't think this is a game that's going to necessarily, like, blow you away if you're, like, you're a fan of this genre in particular. You'll probably come away from it being like, hey, you know, maybe I was a little bit overpowered throughout this game, but like at the end of the day, it's fine. Um, the caveat of that is, of course, is that this is a $30 game. <laughs> yeah. Which is the part where you look at it and go, hmm. Mm. <laughs> Especially considering this game's about like six to eight hours at most. Yeah, it didn't take very long to get through it. It is not a, a long game. That is for sure. Like, there's, you don't go through the dungeon and oh, there's an upside down version of the dungeon afterwards. It's like no, you go through all the areas and then you beat the final boss and that's it. That's it. <laughs> You're good. So, the price point is disappointing. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't know what they were thinking there. If this was just like, hey, this is a franchised uh, title that we gotta up, we gotta put a premium price on this or what? But thirty dollars for this is not a good price point for this. No. Unless you're a sucker like me and Al. Yeah. Well, we're we're big time suckers. Yeah. Um and then of course I have the complaint about the the saving. I feel like the saves are, are garbo. Yeah, it, the saving system is essentially it is Metroidvania esque where like you'll go to a save room and it'll just automatically save for you, but you don't really have different save slots. You have save slots, but it's basically like you were picking to play a different game. Right, right. It's just so like it's you, just your you new game reload option, essentially. Yeah. If something goes wrong, so I got to the point where I had to like just farm money a lot so that if something went wrong with a boss, I could buy my way out of the problem. Which luckily we were able to find you a good grind spot, so we were yeah, able to alleviate that uh, problem fairly quickly, at least. Well, I mean, other than the fact that I had to grind for money. For yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just while, did that but... while I played Yakuza, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just sat there with the controller. Like, I had it basically on autopilot the whole time of, like, mm-hmm. I know I go to the left, I hit attack, I go back to the right. I wait till it makes the sound, then I, I go back to the left. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I was able to, like, alleviate the issue but i still think it's irritating that you can't just like load a save yeah, yeah, yeah like you lose everything including like the the special like you you died and you have a music score 
attack that'll save you type thing. Um, I guess I'll specifically is mentioning that like if you die during a boss, it doesn't reset you back to the save point. It basically um, loops you back to Johanny's house, and you've lost all the items you have used throughout that boss fight, and you can't like reload back to the back to the save before you had fought that boss. Which I think is a bad system. Yeah. Caused me any problems, but yeah, like the music scores, it sucked whenever I would lose those. It's like, ah, oh, there's so few of these. Which the music scores, uh, they give you kind of like invulnerability and they up your attack mm -hmm. and let you use uh, DP attacks infinitely. And you get to listen to bomb music. Yeah, you get to listen to the original song for this game. Yeah. It's called Deep Blue. I know, that's, that's surprising. <laughs> who could have expected that it would be called that? But yeah, that, that song's fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I also enjoyed it. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. I was still mad whenever I lost the ability to have it. Mm-hmm. Rip. Ripperoni and pepperoni. Yeah, so that that was not good. Yeah. Um, um, but I did learn from watching the gals play that the answer to, wow, I'm having a hard time with this boss is <laughs> pay more money. Yes, let, let Rikiko show you that just if you're in trouble, pay your way through the problems. <laughs> how I got through some of the bosses like that that one ice boss mm -hmm. the only way I got through that dumb little butt was um, through having like a ice protecting gear and then just buying my way out of the problem because he, he has so much health it's a very long fight it's a very long fight very rude what uh I do like the the look of this game. I think like the sprite work is very good for like all the gals and everything. Like Johanny has a lot of fun animations mm -hmm. throughout. Uh, the enemy design is real funky and interesting because all like aquatic looking things. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of ocean bugs, and then some like here's just random sushi <laughs> as enemies. I, I the sushi was confusing. <laughs> I was like, do I kill these and I get something for it? Or like, what happens here? The answer is yes. Yes. Uh, and I, I like the boss design as well. Um, all the it's bosses were pretty unique and fit the mold of like, here's a big Metroidvania style boss. Mm -hmm. They get a fight and they're all at their own different abilities and all that fun stuff. So that was good. Um the, the areas themselves are all pretty unique as well. They all have kind of like their own separate uh, biospheres, I guess you could say. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. There's, I have know, them all pulled up if you want me yeah. to. Uh, there's um, the desert area. It's called the ruins. The uh, There's the fire area. The sunken volcano. There is the, like, I don't know, the green area. <laughs> the grotto. Yeah, there's the ice area. Uh, ice area is crystalline grotto. There is the ship. Shipwreck. There you see, I was close there. Uh, there's the purple area right before the final boss. Uh, that is called the infernal altar. Is there another one I'm missing? Coral Hill. Okay, yeah. And uh, then the other green area, which is sea of trees. So yeah. All different areas, they all have their own 
enemies or like palette swapped enemies you know they each each area you will progressively find like harder enemies and all that sort of stuff you know you, you if you play these games you understand all that sort of yeah. stuff Blah, and then blah, eventually blah. you unlock the Aqua Memoria. Yes, which I was like, ooh, Whoa. hello. Hello. I know that word. Memoria. I do know that word. <laughs> I know Memoria, and I also know Aqua. That's a G-Friend song. Uh, yep. <laughs> it, it, you're right, you're right. I am right, of course. Um, but yeah, you you fight all the bosses, you rescue all your friends, you go get their, their secret items, you upgrade their abilities and everything. And then there's this big door at the very beginning of the game that you get to go through after you've defeated all the bosses and it leads you to a penultimate boss that you got to fight. Um, which which is interesting because like it's the one boss in the game that really kind of takes advantage of like, hey, you got to use the gals mm-hmm. abilities here to really make an impact in this fight. So like the boss will change colors and you have to basically match that color to one of these specific gals and use their ability, and it'll do, like, more damage to the boss, and then that's how you kind of whittle it down in order to right. defeat it. Um, and then, like you said, you get to the uh, the Aqua Memoria, and you get to go through a kind of boss rush. <laughs> a boss walker, you might want to say. Uh, yeah, boss, boss walk is a good way to put it, because you have to fight all the bosses again, but you're a lot more powered up this time, and also... You can um, just go save after every fight. You can just go save after every fight and heal after every fight. Pretty nice. That's, that's pretty legit. I prefer that over the traditional boss rush. If you're going to make me do a boss rush, let me do a boss walk, please. Just pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. I was like, because I saw it, I was like, oh, this boss rush. Oh, no. And then it was like, after the first one, I was like, can I just go back and save? And then I just walked back. I was like, oh, I can just go back and save every time. This is nice. So good. Uh, so yeah, you got you fight all the bosses, and then like there's a door again, kind of similar to the one that you went through earlier. It's like, do you want to redo all the boss fights? They're like, no, nope, <laughs> no, not really, nope. Uh, and then you find yourself at the final boss of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is really good. This is a really good goof. Um. So again, uh, let's circle back around to Love Life Sunshine. April Fool's April gags, Fools. Yep. and we mentioned that they had done a puppet show parody before of this of the series, where mm-hmm. they like they did a little story of the series, and all the gals were puppets, and it was like a big puppet show and everything. And sometimes they have pig noses. Yeah, and the whole gag of that is that it eventually turns into coelacanth sunshine, and there's a coelacanth just roaming around with the gals. Yep. <laughs> it's really funny, and then the final boss of this game is a coelacanth with a hand in it. <laughs> It's pretty good. I was like, wow, that's really good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, that made me laugh a lot. I mean, this seems like it has been like a thing with Sunshine. Like mm-hmm. there are several like cards in School Idol Festival, which, you know, we wouldn't be able to show you or anything because School Idol Festival is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. I remember specifically there's one with like Ruby holding like a stuffed one. I think that's like um, the it's the water. It's a big deal at the aquarium. The, yeah, the, it's the aquarium. Yes, and I think that she has like an aquarium outfit card yeah. with the coelacanth as well. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's been involved in a lot of like the cards like you mentioned as well. And seeing it show up at the final boss, I was like, that's real good. That's a real good goof. But specifically having the hand in it is what makes it so funny. Yes. <laughs> So you, you fight that, and then uh, you learn about the secrets of the dungeon. Whoa. Um, 
where you want people to remember them. You learn that like, oh, this ancient race of people from Numazu just wanted people to remember them, and they want to they want to hear the gals sing and everything. Mm-hmm. And you get to hear Deep Blue during the credits and see the gals doing funny things with their pixelated forms and everything. With their sprites. The sprites. Can I give it you my so uh, fun uh, theory about this ending? Yeah. So obviously, we've talked about this on Jared and I Watch and everything, and if you don't <laughs> know, uh, Johanna the Parhelion, spinoff of Love, Life, Sunshine. These universes are not connected. Correct. This is basically kind of like an anthology-type show where the characters are the same, um, but they are in a different kind of story, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have differences with their characters within this story in particular. Um, the way they specifically mention how, like, you know, this is an ancient or an ancient group of Dumazu who don't want to be forgotten, which mm-hmm. is a key crux of Love Live Sunshine. Right. Season yes. two. <laughs> yep. Where the whole thing about winning Love Live is that, hey, we are going to win so that the school is not forgotten. <laughs> Correct. And also we have a final ball series called Aqua Memoria. Yes, exactly. So I was like, <laughs> what if this is a subtle reference to that as a way to kind of like connect them and also kind of be like a wink nod type deal. To if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. That's what I was kind of thinking when they were like explaining it near the end. It makes sense. Yeah. I it, mean, like it's 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 a theme. It's specifically like the wording makes it kind of like feel like it could go in that way. Like you know. Like, why would they specifically say, hey, we don't want to be forgotten? Right. And then also this coming out of an area called Aqua Memoria. <laughs> yeah. I so. I think that that's a pretty, pretty good indicator there. Why else would they want the girls from Aqua to sing? Why would they want them to sing? Yeah. Hmm. 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 So, yeah, that was my, my theory about the end of this game. I believe it. Uh, and of course, this has the, of course, the, the Tokyo Mirage Session style ending where you just sing and everything's fine at the end. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to have that kind of ending. Sometimes you just got to sing the Fire Emblem theme and then everything's fine. Hunky dory. Except for the one guy who actually sings but doesn't get to sing in the Fire Emblem song, which is a very <laughs> big bummer. But, you know, sometimes you just got to do it and it works and everybody's fine at the end. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, that is uh, that is Johanny the Parhelion, Blaze in the Deep Blue, the first Johanny Parhelion game that is that's come out. Yep. Uh, we will, I guess, reconvene what in February? Oh my God, is it also February? Uh, yeah, February is a <laughs> stacked. It's just a messed up month. Yeah, yeah. No this kidding. is what happens when we get a leap year. Yeah. Um, bu- 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 my Valentine's bu- Day date is just gonna be like ten thousand games. <laughs> Three JRPGs and Johanne. Uh, yeah, Johanne the Parhelion Numazu in the Mirage, which is a a deck builder card game based around Johanne the Parhelion. I'm gonna help you pay for it, and I'm gonna watch you play it. Okay, I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> I don't like card deck building games at all. Sounds good to like- me cannot do that gameplay uh that is coming out february 22nd of next year oh i thought you knew that did it is this a new information for you that that's how it's gonna work yeah this is new information for how this is gonna work i don't think we had talked about this 
Oh, oops. Well, hopefully you're okay with it. No, I'm fine with it. It's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's coming out to PS5, Switch, and PC. At least in Japan, it might have an Xbox release over here. I don't know in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to see a English trailer for that, but I can't find it off the top here. Um, but yeah, that is coming out. Like I said, in February, Deck Builder. Uh, more. It is a it is a 3D game. Um, because I've mm-hmm. seen we've seen a uh, gameplay of it through various love live streams of the gals playing it here and there. Um, mm-hmm. where you like make your way through like a, a flow chart essentially, until you fight a final boss and you 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 fight them and you have to have the heart of the cards to win. And you have all these about right. fun little cards that, you know, have good little fun artwork from the series or just new original artwork. And you can summon the other gals to help you out in order to fight. And there's fun little costumes that you can put on Yohane and everyone else. So it seems like it'll be fun, Yay. like a fun little game. Hopefully it is not too expensive. I betting it's probably going to be the same price, which is going to be a bummer. Um, well, hopefully it's easier to swallow if it's 15 each. Hopefully that's the case. <laughs> uh, but yeah we will talk about that at some point next year at some point <laughs> probably not in february because there's too many other bigger games coming out in february that will probably no, take right, our right. attention and unfortunately you're right so we'll talk about that at some point next year but yeah that is also at coming out which is again surprising like hey i would not expected two games, two based off this? games yeah based off of this series let alone I one wonder, do you think we'll get a new song for that one too probably yeah, because this one was so good. They will. They will it, not. Is it on? I don't think it's been released yet. They will not take the opportunity to not. No, you're right. You're right. Put you're out right. more merchandise for this series if they can. So there's that. Uh, but yeah, that is Johanny the Parhelion, uh, Blaze in the Deep Blue. It's a fun game, specifically if you like you're a Love Life Sun- a Love Life Sunshine fan. If you're a Metroidvania fan, you will probably be like, this is a this is a fine game doesn't do mm-hmm. anything completely new but you know it's perfectly competent in what it does uh buy it on sale if you're wishy-washy on it because 30 dollars is probably way too much for this game considering it's like six to eight hours mm-hmm. and it doesn't really do a whole lot new in the genre so this is also our chance to say hey you should watch love live sunshine because that was a really really good anime it's true and probably Probably like at least top five for both of us. Yeah. 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 So um yeah, go watch the sunshine. Yeah. Go appreciate those gals. Yeah. And then you can know who you're playing with with Yohane. Yeah. You'll be like, Oh, I know these girls, but like not exactly these girls, no <laughs> versions of these girls. That is true. Oh, they're all good girls. Mm-hmm. I guess you could also just watch the Yohane anime because it's good too. You could. So yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Ann Ladium, go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at AnimeCheckup. You can follow us on Blue Sky at SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, A Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's our final regular non- 
year-end episode. Oh, wow. So, you know, in order to celebrate, we're going to talk about an anime that surprised us recently. Yay. We'll talk about that, that Scott Pilgrim show. Yes. And how we both basically went into it with negative expectations. No joke. The expectations were underground. Mm-hmm. So we'll chat about that next week. Mm-hmm.